0: The mission of Pardon Me is to inform, motivate, and most importantly, humanize individuals who have made mistakes but have received gubernatorial and presidential pardons. Pardon Me is a brand for those
1: who support second chances. Welcome to the Pardon Me Podcast, where every episode is designed to bring guests into your living room, car, or wherever you listen to your podcasts at, to share their stories of perseverance and success. Every guest has successfully served their time in prison and have received a formal pardon through the gubernatorial or presidential process. Our goal is to use their stories to inform, motivate, and inspire you, our audience. I'm your host, Joshua Johnson, founder of the Pardon Me brand, And I'm always joined by my good friend, Can Beats, hanging out in the Pardon Me Corner.
2: Got me in the corner today. I appreciate that. (laughs) But you know what? We start things off on every podcast with the same uh, beginning where we introduce our guests reading the opening paragraph from the actual pardon received from the governor of their state. Um, And this one reads, to all whom these presents come, whereas Joseph M. Rucker, was convicted on October 23rd, 1996, of one count of bail jumping in violation of Section 94649 of Wisconsin's statutes, Milwaukee County case number 95CF4563, and was sentenced on the same day to 120 days in the House of Corrections. Uh, today we have Joe Rucker as a guest on the Part Me podcast to share his part experience and uh, discuss the uh, the the contextual ideas of what took place during that uh, that process so we thank you for coming and being a part of this um this is our second episode so you know (laughs) as we are getting our 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 feet wet a lot of the things that you're going to talk about probably will coincide with some of the things that josh talked about in the first episode where so if you don't mind sharing uh your experience um i'm going to kick it off to josh you can you can start it off
1: yeah, definitely. Thank you, and thank you for joining us today. This, uh, based on your story that you told, you know, when we when we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago, I think it'll be really interesting to share in it. And and I think it really shows a difference. Episode one, I'm convicted of multiple counts of armed robbery. Mm-hmm. Episode two, you're convicted of bail jumping. Right. So right. when we people think about a pardon, they think about the most serious crimes of needing to be, you know, that restoration. Uh, but I have a feeling today you'll you'll tell that story and people will understand even more. Like. It's the most simplest of crimes that happen that will hinder you the rest of your life. So, you know, one of the first things we do on the of Me podcast uh, is ask a, a real simple question, but we ask everybody the same or we plan to ask everybody the same question. What was the most significant thing you bought when you got out of prison?
0: Uh, shoot, I was 20 years old. I don't know if it was significant, just some clothes and some, some shoes. And I didn't have anything. I didn't have no money really, so I went to college. So my significant purchase was my trip to college. That was it.
1: So, yeah, you know it's interesting when you say you know clothes and shoes. You know, canned if you remember when I talked about you know my most significant, well, like insignificant thing was uh we went into Walmart mm-hmm. <laughs> and we we cracked jokes about that going into Walmart. You know, I looked in the the hygiene aisle and it was like oh ah, the world just opened up because yeah. you know you, you, you use the same stuff for years mm-hmm. on end. Um, but I think that's really important, you know, as you're talking about buying clothes and shoes, uh, and it shows the vast difference as well. Uh, I'm assuming you were, were you on a work release prior to your release? No, no, got out on parole. So then, you know, the, you see the difference there, and I think that you know, the listeners, uh, the more as we go along on these podcasts, we'll start to understand the differences in everybody's situation. Everybody's situation becomes different. Sure. Um, so, well, let me say, you know, your your trip to college. Uh how short or how soon after you were released then uh was that trip to college then? Because that is a pretty significant purchase, you yeah. know, having to pay to get to go to college.
0: Yeah, I, uh I got out in March of two uh, nineteen ninety-seven. I went to college in uh August of ninety seven. So, nice. So, so I spent the summer working and then I went straight to college. Yeah.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, let me ask you, you know, uh you know, we kicked that off because we want to give the the guests an idea. Uh, just basic stuff, right? Like, what do people buy when you get out of prison? You know, my wife always jokes, she's like, Why would people really care? But it actually is interesting to know what like people had the ability to purchase or why they did buy something. Do you remember what store you went to?
0: Northridge Mall, you know, I was 20 <laughs> years old. Were okay, I was 20 years old when I got out, and I was uh, hey, yeah, I, I went straight to Northridge, went shopping, you know, yeah, all like, the stores
2: in Northridge. You see how my game
0: was still working, it's like, a little
1: rusty, <laughs> but I had to. <laughs> <laughs> the oak tree.
2: Uh what's the other ninety seven? Merry go round. Merry go
1: round. Oh, yeah. uh, I went to Bach Rock when I was in, in uh in like ninety four, ninety five. You, were, you were buttoned up. Yeah, oh yeah, man. You know oh, <laughs> you yeah. get to used jeans when you get ninety <laughs> uh, seven
2: <laughs> wasn't used jeans, though. <laughs> no, no, in high school, with the that guys. was guests. Mm. We was, were was rocking
0: Guess and at yeah, that point. Yeah, definitely had me a couple of those uh, <laughs> jean jackets. There you go. There you go. You got out fresh. <laughs> I, had, I had like two
1: of them. Um, I used to switch, but you know, the shirt underneath. Me. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, and that does. It, it doesn't seem significant, but it is because it's like, you know, man. you bought it and it was you were free. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it the most significant part. Um, so tell us a little bit of what you were convicted of. You know, how much time you received. For sure. Uh, and how much time did you serve? So, do you know, just share share your story about that.
0: So, I, my original uh, conviction was uh, for something, for a, a crime that I got uh, overturned in the appellate court. So, with some friends, some stuff happened. I went to prison for that and then was found. Uh, so, let me rewind. Let's see. So, in 1993, I got convicted of reckless endangering safety while I uh, went to trial for that, got found guilty. Um, and that's what led to the bail jump because I was like, they found me guilty. I ain't, I was like, no, nah, hell no. Like, they, it, was, it was three of us. They, they dumped it on me. I was like, no. Nah. I still was on there, you know, the no snitching, no telling. So I shut up. Everybody else didn't was pointing fingers at me. Oh, wow. And yeah, that's how that went. And um a lot of things happened with that. So I was like, nope, I'm not going to prison. They let me go. Uh When they found me guilty, the judge said, uh, well, yeah, come back for sentence. And I was like,
1: no, <laughs> okay. like I don't think that's going to happen. I'm sorry, but I don't think I'm going to let you put me in prison if I, was I have the ability. Eighteen years old,
0: or uh, going on eighteen years old, and I was like, no, no. So I, I didn't show up for my <laughs> sentencing hearing, which led to my bail jumping conviction when I did get arrested. Uh, uh, when I did get picked up,
1: um, and to and to be to, to be clear, uh, I don't have you know the bail jumping exactly what the law is here in front of me. Uh, but basically, bail jumping is you were bailed out and you didn't return to court when you were supposed to, right, right. to follow through through the process. So basically- it, <laughs> You it, was free at that point. Yeah. <laughs> i <I'm out. laughs> so, so it wasn't like you committed a- uh, a violent felony or something but the yeah. c- bail jumping is a crime because you did not you're basically out on bail and they, you know you're out with the trust that you're going yeah. to return back yeah, how can't. how much was your bail at the time that you uh it was 25,000. 25,000. So, you know, the question I got to ask, you know, you so you forfeited the 25,000 or did they give it back to you after you came to court?
0: Well, we got some of it back
1: okay like that. Yeah. all right so yeah uh, i didn't mean to uh derail yeah. where you were going no, with you but no. but you know when you when somebody out on bail you know that's the thing we see it all the time on tv yeah. like you forfeited your bail because yeah. you didn't come back so uh it was a
0: tough decision man i was you know i was nervous i was fresh you know i was a fresh high school grad i was like they had me scheduled for sentencing in the summer and I just couldn't see myself doing, it. especially I didn't do it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Right. that. You gonna have to come get me. And they right. did, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, my lawyers were like, look, you know, they, they, they taught me, they knew I wasn't coming, but they talked me through it. They was like, maybe we can figure this out. <laughs> they knew this. I was like, dude, I'm not, y'all lucky y'all getting paid. <laughs> but they, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they did the appellate process for me, which got the stuff I was in prison for originally. Uh, overturned. So all that got throughout out. All that reckless day meant nothing cuz they I was right. one not me, yo. Right. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: So did the other cats get
0: no get well, one of them, one of them got See, they waved me to adult court. I was the I was the bad guy. So they waved me cuz this happened when I was 16, the original one. Mhm. They waved me to adult court, but the other two guys they kept them
2: oh, I was because you had a prior. Convention. I didn't have nothing. Okay. I didn't
0: have a prior, nothing. I was fine. And uh, they were—they didn't have priors either. One of them ended up going to Lincoln Hills for six months, and then I ended up getting uh, waived to adult court because, like I said, they—they they got to point mm-hmm. fingers mm-hmm. and trying to get themselves out of trouble, while I didn't say nothing, and that's what happens sometimes.
1: So, so just just to keep make sure our, our 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 listeners are keeping up with, so you you got arrested mm-hmm. for a crime you didn't commit, correct? Sentencing day came. Mm-hmm. You said, I'm out. I'm out. Eventually, you got caught.
0: Man, yeah, I got picked up.
1: But in appellate court, the crime that you originally got arrested for got thrown out. Yes. But because you said, I'm out, you now have a charge on you, a felony a felony charge. Correct? Bail jumping, a felony charge? You now have a felony charge on you mm-hmm. for something... That you decided to do, but it was tied to something that you were innocent for in the beginning. Cool. Correct. And I, you know, I just want to keep the listeners, you know, mm. to, to caught up to that because it's that does become like and, and the host. I'm with you now. <laughs> I'm following. Okay, my bad. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. You're you. good. No, it's, it's not you. Not you.
2: It's, it's, it's just a lot of the a uh, lot of the jargon and the terminology. Yeah. I'm still. I'm yeah. Still learning. yeah.
1: And it, it is it it's because I want people to understand that like you still you made a decision and there wasn't a decision like all right you bail jumped you were actually innocent on this uh, you know what we're just gonna give you time sir or we're just gonna whatever right there was no no decision in there
0: so when they so when I did um, go for my sentencing for so. The bail jumping case, so they sentenced me before the bail jumping thing to for my other stuff, right? Okay. That hadn't got overturned yet. Ah, okay, okay. hadn't got overturned yet, so I I was in prison, and then the bail jumping thing came up, so I had to go back and forth to court for that. Got you. And I got, my lawyer told me to just plead guilty to that, oh, just plead no contest, it'll, consecutive, conservative, or or concurrent, whatever. Yeah, concurrent. It'll override. Your your, your big time will eat that up. That's concurrent, yep. Yeah, so- uh, I did that, and then in the process, in '98, my uh, original crime got overturned. So I'm thinking
1: <laughs> everything. everything. You're thinking it's a whole package now at this that, point. That that that
0: that bail jumping stuck there. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah that's unfortunate. That is, uh, but you know, when you when you're that age, man, we really don't know. when We're teenagers. You know, I went to yeah. prison at 17. Yeah. You really don't know. Like right. we're at the whim of yeah. of whoever's instructing us or whoever's there really engaged with yeah. us. Um, You know, so with that, you served, uh, I I don't think you got to the point, how much time did you actually serve then on for the bail jumping. Almost
0: three years in total. I did a little bit of time in the detention center before I got waved out of there to adult court. And then I got, uh, did uh, most of my time in Fox Lake, almost two years in Fox Lake.
1: Gotcha. So, you know, know, one of the questions we asked too is like, when you were released from prison, uh, just because to give the listeners an idea of like what that looks like, like, who picked you up from prison my when dad, you got released? My dad picked me up. Okay. Yeah. It was your dad. Yeah, he picked me up from
0: the minimum security place. They call it the bunkhouse. It's kind of by Out in Fox
1: Lake. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: So, so what was it like for you? Like, you know, the the, I think it, would, it it'd be nice to understand and and for you know, the folks tuning in to understand like, what was your mentality? Right? Like, you got sentenced for something that you did. That was a part of something that you didn't do. So like for those three years, right. Or those, th- that time that you were in and leading up to when you were getting released, like what was your mentality? How did that feel? Like, what, what was your thought process? You know, what were you thinking about? And then, you know, I want you to bring it right up to the day. Like when now it's time for you to get out. Cause Tommy always like Tommy asked me, uh, you know, what was it like that night before? So if you could lead up to that, like, what were you, you know, what were you thinking about, you know, as those two and a half, three years went past.
0: Just figuring out uh, what I was gonna do when I did get out, you know, I had to, I had you know, the discouragement from people in there that you
1: know kind of want to keep you in that cycle of. You mean the people who be like when you say I'm never coming back, and they're like, oh, don't say that, you're yeah. gonna jinx yourself. Even some of the guards yeah. are
0: like, yeah, all right, yes, yeah, you. Right. So you have to combat, you know, like, and then you kind of you second guess yourself, like, man, because sometimes I was seeing, I wasn't in there that long, and I was seeing people when I went in. Uh, and they were getting out, and they was coming right back. I'm like, they like, and they blaming it on everybody. I'm like, no, that's you. (laughs) My parole officer was tripping. (laughs) (laughs) That's you. So I knew it wasn't going to be me. So that's why I was like, I decided I wanted to go to college. And, uh, and get my degree because i figured that would be the answer to wipe out all you know give me a fresh start give me opportunities and stuff like that so that's what i did so i had my mind focused on that so as soon as i got out i went and got all my stuff prepped and all that stuff because i got my uh high school equivalently the diploma in there and when I, by the time i got in there they didn't have college opportunities anymore. Right, no right. so i just did i did that wait until i got out and then i hit the ground running that way so what so while you
2: were there and you were um when you found out that you were going to be released, how much time was between the, that uh, that and your release date?
0: So I went for in front of the uh, par uh, parole, advi- parole what is that called?
1: Uh, the parole. It's just the parole board. Parole board. Yeah, yeah. I went in front of
0: them, and uh, it was thirty days, I think. Okay. Yeah. So the, yeah, I seen them in like uh, at, the, at the end of at the yeah like the end of January, and they released me on March third. So
2: for thirty days, you heard a lot of hater. Like, oh yeah, you'll be yeah, back. Yeah,
0: I had to, I had to avoid it. Couple confrontations and all that stuff because, yeah, one guy, some Jamaican dude. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if I ever seen it, I'm like, dude, I know what you're doing. Man. Right. Like, All right. But yeah, that's so Some that you got to deal with that kind of stuff too. So,
2: but Cats is trying to force you to go through a conflict to this, stay. This yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Jealous, hate. You know, I guess they're in there for a, 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 a little mm-hmm. bit longer. They don't want to see you leave. That stuff happens. That's real. Mm-hmm.
1: It's definitely real. And I think that's a, that's a part of, you know, only people who really understand it are folks who've been in there. Like, yeah you really do get to see, and, and we we talked a little bit about this, uh, you know, for me, I had a, r- a room of, it were three of us, four of us in a room, and, you know, I had a support system, so mm-hmm. it was like, you know, you had people, mm-hmm. but because I had done so much time, I think that's the thing, too, is people kind of back up off you, because yeah. they like, you know what, man, you did 10 years, yeah. like, it's, it, we're happy to see yeah, you go, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and it's, and when you don't have a a lot of time, folks yeah. be mad, yeah. and and they want to yeah. see you. You know, they want to see you yeah. not succeed, or they mad because you 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 know this this mentality that folks yeah. have had. Mm-hmm. Like you took my opportunity, yeah. Like that was my chance to go home. And you took it. Yeah. It's like, nah, bro. Everybody got these chances. This yeah. they ain't like limited amount of chances right. they're giving yeah. out. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Do you remember the uh, the soundtrack yeah. of the the time that the, that was playing while you were well, arrested? The-
0: when I was arrested.
2: When you got arrested and you knew you were going in, what was the, the, the soundtrack of that, that, really that time period? I was
0: going in, but that was 93, so I was, uh, I was heavy on that Snoop. Snoop. Yeah, that doggy style. Okay, yeah. all right.
2: <laughs> it always puts, paints a picture and puts yeah. in context what was going on because yeah. that was the soundtrack to me in my freshman year of college. Really? Like, that was that <laughs> yeah. same album. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting when you ask that question, it's always like, uh, you know, we talked about it before. Music is like the sense of, like your sense of smell. Mm-hmm. You smell something, it takes you back somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing with hearing something. You hear that music, it takes mm-hmm. you back to that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I always, I always, you know, when we have conversation, one of the things, one of the last songs I hear that's like embedded in my head is uh, we were riding in the uh, on the van from Waukee County Jail up to Dodge Correctional. Yeah. And it's uh, uh, it was faith. Soon as I get home, like that's the last song I heard before, like literally before you hear ching 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 ching, and you go walking off of the off the bus. (laughs) <laughs> right. And that's why I was thinking like <laughs> I don't know what I'm going home. <laughs> I got 13 years, eight months, but I'm going home. You know, and it's uh, you know, so it's, it's funny when he asks that question, we always laugh. But it's uh yeah. What's you significant to, to me that? because
2: it's significant to me because music is so important to me, and I just mm-hmm. know that how like the ninety ninety-three to like ninety-nine. There's so much yeah. outstanding music that came out, <laughs> and to be locked up during that time, not to experience yeah. like the the what life is like outside the world yeah. while that music is playing. I just yeah. always curious to you know what what what's going on. Yeah.
0: yeah. So when you
2: got uh, out, that's
0: '97. Yeah, '97. So I was heavy on that uh, life after Devin Toris. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I think he uh, died not too long after I got out. Yeah, he died but, in yeah. That March. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, that and uh, Tupac, I was, you know, I was heavy on both of them albums, you know, yeah. the, the Machiavelli and, the, right, and you know, uh, so we used to get them albums, we used to get some of them records uh,
1: or tapes mm-hmm. in prison. <laughs> to yeah. yeah, you know, uh, so I went in in 95, yeah. so, you know, we were getting tapes and then they shut it down. We yeah. couldn't get no more tapes. Okay. So I, I, I forgot when it was. I think I went to Texas yeah. um, in 97. I went to Texas and then came back in 99. Um and then they stopped having tapes in, so yeah. you couldn't have the music anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember that. I remember getting, I told him, I, I was telling, uh, telling Cam Beats about, you know, I got the UGK, yeah. you know, I had all, you yeah. know, I had all the, you know, I had the Snoop, I had yeah. the Dre, um, I had everything in there and it was, uh, it, it was interesting to think about the fact, like you listening to that music and you wondering what life is like outside of that. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a few prisons since uh, since I got out yeah. in two thousand four. Yeah, and it is. It's a lot different than what yeah. it was back then. Yeah, so. Some joker
0: was even trying to get me to. They wanted to go. Oh man, you get that music, man. I, I got another idea. I don't
1: <laughs> hear that <shit."> That's <laughs> strictly music, bro. I, I don't think <laughs> they're gonna, they gonna give me time for this tape. But uh, what you
0: talking about, man? You trying to mess my life up? Right, know? right. You like,
1: man? I ain't gonna get no time for Tupac. <laughs> right, but I'm gonna get a time. With two grams. (laughs) I ain't messing with you. I had another idea. I know you do,
0: bro. How about when I leave, you try to apply
1: for this job? Right, right, right. You apply for the (laughs) job up here. You know, that's that's interesting too, you know, for uh, one of the the parts that I, you know, I didn't talk about uh, during my episode, but, you know, prior to release, you were engaged and you were in a position where you were heavily trusted. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, you were there. Like you literally could have walked away Prior to my release, I was, you know, I was in a uh, minimum security. But even before that, I worked as a tram driver. So I used to drive the uh, golf carts. Mm-hmm. And if you can think about a, a, a extended golf cart, like a stretch golf cart, it's like uh, it has eight passengers. But I was at Oshkosh Correctional, mm-hmm. and I used to drive the guards back and forth. Oh. And it's always interesting, right? When you and I think this is one of the things that I, I like to get into about the humanizing folks, you know, as I kind of go through our series uh, with my guests is talking about like that level of engagement like many times people have this vision of prisoners of what they see on TV mm-hmm. but they really don't realize or prisoners not the right word uh, individuals who are incarcerated or justice involved they have this idea of what they look like because of what they see on TV mm-hmm. uh, but in reality like we are there engaging with people who are free, the guards, mm-hmm. and we are just like them. Mm-hmm. Like in so many different ways, we're exactly just like them. So when you're saying you're engaged, you know, he's talking trash, you are able to go banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like I think many times people think there's this this delineated relationship between um, individuals who are in prison mm-hmm. and the guards who are there. To protect the individuals in prison, Mm -hmm. you know, but there really isn't. Like at the end of the day, I think we're all human beings, and many times people forget that. Mm -hmm. They they totally forget that we are all human beings. We all breathe. We all bleed. We all do the same thing.
0: And those are the good guys that understand that. Because there's some that don't understand that. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Yeah, there are. There's
1: some real good guards who are like, man. At the end of the day, you know, I've I've spoken at conferences where you know individuals from uh, corrections are there, and I was like, man, you're one drink you're one argument with your wife you're one anything away from being just like me yeah, yeah. and you have a lot of those guards who are like super cool who yeah, understand that and yeah. are just like they're not there to punish you right and i think so it is i love how you share that you know you're up there and you're able to banter back and forth mm-hmm. and and be in that position um so it doesn't you know people don't think it's just like this clinkety clank go to your room and it's over like right. you you dealing with some folks who are really uh, who really do look at it as, you know, I'm just here to make sure you're good and yeah. you received your punishment, now I'm here to help prepare you before you go home. Right. So
2: I have a question. Um, well, it typically we ask, like, what was your first job as you got released? Uh, but but you you mentioned that you attended college, but you did pay. Well, yeah,
0: between the time, well, oh, I got uh, loans and grants and stuff All like right. that but I applied for. But uh, when I first got out, one of my buddies, one of me and uh, Chris's buddies uh, from high school, his name is Monty Love. He owned mm-hmm. his father owned some liquor stores. And Loves helped, liquor. Loves Liquor, yeah, yeah. So he owned <laughs> he owned a few of those and he also owned a um what do you call that? Like a custard stand over there on Find Lac. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I worked for him for a little while and uh he got me he got me going on that. So I worked at the liquor store and then I also Got a job. I got hooked up at a job at a uh, Master Lock, so that was the first good okay. job, paying nine dollars an hour. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <Ball> it's crazy." <laughs> ninety-seven. That was good money, man. And they even tried to when I uh, when my time was up and I was getting ready to go to school, they was offering me fifty cent more to stay. It was like you need college, give fifty cent. More. <laughs> 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 hey, just think. He said nine dollars was good money in ninety-seven. Right. In 04,
1: it was good money. It was still good money when I yeah, got out in oh wow. four.
0: Well, when I was in '93, before I went in, I was working and I was making four twenty-five. So that nine dollars. I know was it's like, crazy, That's great. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's crazy.
2: Man, fifty cents or college? Or college, I chose college. <laughs> <laughs> Man, best decision I ever made. <laughs> decisions, decisions. You in with
0: me? But fifty cents. I know this is some uh... So in the in the
2: in the job search, did you have problems seeking out employment because of the of the felony?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So though, so like I said, the. Um, Loves liquor. One was a family friend. That's, that's
2: easy. That was under easy the table one. payment. Yeah, yeah, yep,
0: that was, yeah, that was good. And the Master like was another friend situation. So it was a summer opportunity, and they mm. weren't even looked, They didn't even. I didn't even fill out an application. Mm. It's just a friend. Just got like, the plug. Oh, yeah, huh? yeah, come on. Yeah, we need workers. You know, we got you. You're so and so's. And that was a plug right there. But then when I started applying for real jobs, that's when <laughs> it got tricky. Mm-hmm. That's when you know we fill out the application. You got to tell the truth. Are you a felon? Yes. You know all that stuff got.
2: So, so, so were you getting called back, or you weren't getting called back at all? I got, I you... got
0: stacks of no calls. I got some calls uh, where I, I applied on where I was. I started applying online, and then you fill out the application later, or they ask those questions mm-hmm. in the interview, and that's when, like I'm saying, like we're here kicking it now, right? And then the question about, oh, are you a felon? And they come into this office and they just like sink in their chair and looking at you like you just worse. <laughs> it's so bad. It was yeah. like, and even like one of them, like I was an intern at the uh, Racine Public Defender's Office. I knew a lady named uh, Jennifer Bias. She ran for a uh, circuit court judge there in Racine. She's a big deal. I think she works for something in the in the government here in in, uh, in Racine. But anyway, she gave me an opportunity to be a private investigator uh, for um it was a public defender investigator job. Mm-hmm. I had all the credentials, had everything I needed, I had the internship, all that stuff.
1: And this like, after college. This is during college. During college. okay. So this is no, this
0: is this is uh yeah, this is right after my uh my my uh bachelor's degree. So I had just graduated. So she was hooking me up with that. So I did the internship, got all that stuff, and she was like, I got this. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide you in there, I know you'll be fine. I go in there in front of the panel, they're all good. And then they well, some one of the assholes in there was just like so are are you a uh, have you ever been have you ever and I'm like yeah I am a felon I swear
1: you just know what he about to ask yeah and like, I swear it just,
0: I mean everybody was having a good time man <laughs> we were all in there kicking like we was gonna be friends
1: like, Fam- we're <laughs> <laughs> like yeah we're gonna show you around and all that <laughs> you was about to ask where your locker is were where my desk you got a key card for me yeah, that, that, yeah so that happened more than one occasion but that one
0: surprised me the most man because she vouched for me and she was like. A pro, she was a, a lawyer there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was like,
2: uh, it, didn't, it didn't do any it didn't help. Do
0: anything, even the, one of the investigators watched for it. But it didn't matter because when they once they seen that, they just face. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: hate
0: those. I hated those faces. I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. But that company that I worked for uh, for that long of a stretch, I don't know if I'm going too fast.
1: Mm-mm. No, no, you're good. You're good. So
0: that one I slipped in on accident. I didn't even know they were hiring. you know, I, I was just applying to everything. Whatever, you know, just doing so they called me. I was like, Walker I was in Kenosha at the time. Like, All
1: right, okay. And I think the important to, to put some context, you had you had a felony on your record, mm-hmm. but you graduated from college now. Oh yeah. So you so so I, I think it that All right that's that's important context like for for the listeners, like this man had a felony, but he went to college he did the thing that most people think you have to do to be successful in life, and he's still encountering where he's getting turned away for jobs. So it's, I mean, it's,
2: it's definitely discrimination. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean,
1: it's 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 crystal clear right there, right? Mm-hmm. Is we, you know, and I'm hoping employers listen to the podcast and yeah. well to hear that. Like, you have somebody who's done done their own remediation of what they've done, yeah. you know, and you're still creating opportunities to discriminate. Like, yeah. we, have to, we have that there, that.
2: Which is crazy that crazy. There are people who don't have a felony. Or more risky to hire. <laughs> way more risky. Yeah, yeah. It's way more risky.
1: <laughs> Man, Jimmy over there is selling selling the parts for meth. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, why are you thinking, I'm trying to steal? I got a PO that's on me, yeah. making sure that I'm not doing anything wrong. But Jimmy, you know, I, t- I tell that story all the time when I talk to folks. When you're trying to hire, when people go for jobs and they apply for jobs, you know, at the end of the day, if <clears throat> Tim comes in to apply for a job and Tim has a felony or Tim is on supervision... Tim has a level of accountability that Jimmy doesn't have. That comes in, and Jimmy just applies for the job. Mm-hmm. Jimmy lives with his mama, mm-hmm. you know, and Tim may live with his mama because he's a felon. But Tim has that level of accountability with his parole officer. Mm-hmm. So if Tim don't come to work, you can call Tim's PO and be like, "Yo, where's Tim at?" Mm-hmm. Jimmy, who you gonna call his mama? Mm-hmm. This man, twenty five years old, you gonna call? Hey, uh, hey, Jimmy ain't come to work today. Mm-hmm. So I think Dude, it's always you call a, me for? right. Exactly, it, it's it's always like important to. Like I always try to get people to understand that, like, there's a different level of accountability than when you've been in trouble. But uh, definitely, you know, and I, I, I kind of cut you off in there in in your story, don't get but because
0: there's a lot more coming. Oh, okay. Cause, 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 <laughs> like you said with Jimmy and all that stuff, when they when you get out, you already know your yep. parole officer. You got to get a job. Right. Right. And you like all right, and then they pressure you. You got to pay them. You got to pay that whatever. Yeah. Supervision, supervision
1: fees. Yeah. All
0: that. All that stuff. They putting pressure on you to get a job and all that, and it's like. Uh, They don't care that they not that you a felon. That they a lot of people. Well, you you can find some go work at McDonald's. You can't tell me where I I can work. I know that's what I'll do as last resort.
1: But I know I'm better than
0: that. So I told them I'm going to college. They didn't like that at first. They were like, "All right, if you really do go and enroll," and they and and it worked and it happened and they transferred me out to Kenosha Parole and that was a different. Different situation. I like my <laughs> old pro officer better. This one was just man. man like, I had a great
1: pro officer. Shout out to Howard Gleason. Yeah. I know he's gonna listen to the podcast. Yeah. He's about to retire, man. He was he was dope, man. I had him for ten years. He was awesome. Oh, that's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was great, man. Officer. One yeah. of the greatest. One of the greatest people I've ever met yeah. in the, in the justice system. That's awesome. He really did care. Yeah. So yeah. as you, oh, go at, ahead. I'm at sorry. At
0: Parkside, so check it out. Not only did I graduate, so at Parkside, I was the uh, I became a resident advisor. I became Black Student Union president. I became the student government president two years in a row. I did all that. I oh, man, you show. were Obama
1: before Obama, huh? Cracking. <laughs> I was a man in Parkside from 97 to hey, 2000. Yeah, I was going to go to Parkside too before I went to prison, just yeah. to, as, as yeah, an aside. Uh, was good school, That's the HBCU of Wisconsin. Yeah, I know, right, exactly.
0: But you know, the hell the white folks <laughs> use called the dark side? I said,
1: what you talking about? Dark it's Parkside. <laughs> UW, dark side. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, they, they nasty. <laughs> That's
1: hilarious. That's hilarious and messed up at the yeah. same time. Yeah. War times Times have changed. Thank yeah. God.
0: So I did all that, and I applied for my first part in 2001. So it was six years after, no, what was that five years
1: after, you know, the, my first- After you were done with your crime, yeah. My first eligibility, eligible. yeah. Who was, who was governor back then? Was Tommy, that Doyle? It was Tommy Thompson? Thompson? Tommy Thompson. Man, shout out to Tommy Thompson now, though. 20 years later, Tommy Thompson is all about, like, you know, restoring sure. rights. And, I mean, he's he's really engaged from a whole different perspective than he was back then when it was lock him up, throw away the key, and uh, send you to Texas like we did, or Tennessee or Alabama or Mississippi or Minnesota. So my bad. I mean to jump in there. I can't I can't second that much. (laughs) I I ain't talking about the two thousand one Tommy Thompson. I'm talking about the twenty twenty three Tommy Thompson. They just had an event last night with him, uh I'm glad it was good for you, my brother. He didn't do he didn't do nothing for me.
0: I actually met him at a at a groundbreaking ceremony at Parkside as a president. I had to give a little speech and introduce him and i you know i was you know talking to him a little bit but i never said anything about what i was dealing with but i was hoping that he would remember me when i went up for a
1: buddy
0: and i think that's because i you know uh my first time i went in front of the prior part advisory board was uh in 2001 i think uh or the two one of them two and uh have you did you ever do it in front in in the rotunda
1: no so when so because of the pandemic Okay. They, they, it's all been virtual, yeah, so yeah. like for the past couple of years, everything's been virtual okay. online. Okay, so, so you had you had the experience of going in person. I went to
0: the old, like school you school. had to walk
1: up in there, up shake there, hands, and, and, and up
0: there. Well, yeah, and, and it's a big panel of these smug characters up there uh <laughs> listening to everybody. everybody's everybody's in there just you know, like onlookers and then people applying for pardons.
1: You know, they had onlookers so like the would, oh, public could be in there. In like I'd be like, man, let me roll up in here and see what Joe talking about. Yeah, so um, it's,
2: a, it's absolutely
0: public. It's absolutely it, yeah, public. true. So when I went, there was a guy went uh went, it was an old man and <laughs> this old dude. He went up there and he was just like, yeah, they was like, oh Mr. So and so you uh this is like your, what is this eight, ninth time coming up here? He was like What's 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 different now? And he was like, I'm gonna tell you what's different. I was hoping you'd be dead. I was hoping you'd be dead. You thought like, the goddamn judge is dead. You motherfuckers won't die. I said, damn. Hey, they was all up there ready looking like and he, was, well, he went off. But they kept calm and they I asking some more questions. I was like, Lord have
1: mercy. He didn't get shit. Did, you, did you go yet or you waiting to go? They called me next. Like, like excuse me. I'm glad you're alive.
2: I'm very happy about you. Yeah. I like your hair.
1: I knew it. I was like, man, if they call me next, it's gonna be worse. And it was it was a bad. Bad, bad time. Well, but so the question, so back then, right? Did they do the same way as they do now, like we'll notify you in thirty days or whatever? Yeah, they notify okay. You. And so he, they don't tell you right there, like all right, you no, pardoned. No. man. That would have been crazy if they did, because you you could have heard what happened to dude. Like, oh yeah, it would it'd be great to know what his story <laughs> yeah. is. Man, we got to get dude on the pardon me podcast. Whoever he is, <laughs> he, you know, he's, he's,
0: he's got to be gone. Oh he, man, he, oh, he had man. An
1: old hey, I, he, overalls, he was oh old. man, he would have been a great great. <laughs> oh, I don't again. think I, I don't think he got pardoned. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah right, he may not have got pardoned. <laughs> I might tell that story without him getting pardoned. You
0: got to wait eighteen months, and he had did it like eight or nine times. It was like, what's different now? I just, I'm telling
1: <laughs> you. Oh man! So, Bro. so, so, what,
2: what, what made you decide I'm going to apply for a pardon?
0: Because I had got uh, that lady, the um, that uh, the, that the, lawyer, the lawyer uh, Jennifer Bias at the Racing Pub Defender's Office. When first, I tried to get it expunged because I was like right at the cusp of 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I tried to get it expunged, and if that didn't work, and she's like, try a pardon because this will help, and all that kind of stuff. But it just didn't didn't go through, so I was like, she was like, well, maybe you'll be all right still because you're still trying and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, so just her encouragement, mm-hmm. kind of you know, giving me the game on that because otherwise I wasn't thinking about no partner. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was just applying and getting denied and whatever. <laughs> right. So
2: so even though she encouraged you at that point, there's one question on there that asks you asks you why do you want a pardon?
0: Why do I want a pardon?
2: Yeah. What what, did, what do you remember what you 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 said? Uh.
1: Pro- uh... And I'm assuming the applications are the same. They're pretty similar as they were like now yeah, it's, it's in 2023 back. They're pretty much the exact same I questions. I almost the
0: exact same information as before. Even the same letter of recommendation that I have from the chancellor, vice chancellor, nice. all of them. You know, I used to hang with the chancellor. I took a couple of shots with him. He was a big drinking dude. Nice. Uh, nice guy. But yeah, he wrote me a letter. Who was he drinking? He drinking bourbon The Hennessy. man had big
1: bottles He was of dark, dark side, man. man. Yeah, yeah, You're you right. That's right. I, right. <laughs> I <also laughs> forgot to was a you dark. UW <laughs> Park side. <laughs> I forgot.
0: Chancellor Keaton, he was a nice man. He <laughs> yeah, He looked out for me, but uh, what was the question again?
2: So wh- what? What did you? What What did, the you, what did you say? Uh, so that- yeah.
0: So the reason why I wanted a part. So my my father owned a private detective agency, mm-hmm. and I want that's why I studied uh, criminal justice in Parkside mm-hmm. because I wanted to be a private detective. So mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I'll just gear my stuff towards that. So I took instead of business, I took because I was just like math was not my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, well, criminal I, justice I would get me in there, and I could do really good things with that. So I did that, and. Uh, Uh, That was my reason, because I wanted to take over the Rooker Detective Agency. Gotcha, gotcha. And, yeah, that's what
1: happened. That's cool. So you went in 01, right? You got denied. Mm -hmm. When did you apply for for this most recent part?
0: I just applied for this most recent one. So what's the date on there? It had to be, like, I can't remember, like, 20, like,
1: can you? Can you got the uh, you got the I'm wear sorry. ass over I'm there. Sorry.
2: I'm sorry, I'm caught up in this because I forgot that I, <laughs> did, I didn't. I guess I didn't know that you had did it twice.
0: I did it three <clears> times. Three times. I sent one up to before I realized that uh, old Scotty wasn't reviewing parts, I sent Okay, it up to him too. I had just missed Doyle. See, my dad was bugging me about that when he was like, "Hey man, get in there with get in Doyle. Before Doyle." Yeah, yeah. And I got it in there, but it was too late, and he was on his way out the door, and then it transferred over to. Scott, Scott Walker. Yeah. Never, yeah, they
1: shut down the partner project board. So yeah. then the third one went to uh, <clears> The <throat> third one went to Evers. Evers. Gotcha. Okay. The okay.
0: president, I like
1: that dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's still alive. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. The guy the guy who wanted to part back in 01 probably is not. <laughs> right, right, right. So then what so all right, so over the span, right? So 2001, Jennifer mm-hmm. Bias was like encouraging you. Yeah. Then the next one, your pops like, man, get it in. You ain't get it in on time. Yeah. Yeah. So why'd you do it a third time? What 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 was your reason? Like, what was your thought process behind submitting for a third time?
0: Uh, twenty been twenty five years. I'm like, you know, uh, there might be opportunities out there. Well, my company actually gave me an opportunity. They were like, uh, not necessarily giving me opportunity, but they had said over the years, if you weren't a felon, because I worked in an insurance agency, Mm -hmm. insurance business. So, and I worked for the federal employee program. So that's like a little bit. You have to have certain clearances and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So they said, if you're in order to do that, you can't be a felon. We can't give you these certain licensors and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So then they was like, yeah, so if you get to get that taken care of, we got you. So over the years with Scott Walker, I, di- I didn't have that opportunity. And then all it right. came with, with Ever. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and see what's going on. And I did it like that.
1: So essentially it was, you know. It, it you know <clears> one <throat> <clears throat> what... job. Yeah, one of the questions that, that's on there talks about like why do you need this, right? And you know, if you listen, you hear a lot of people going there. They're like, I want to go shoot guns with my son, or I want to do, you know, I want to take my daughter hunting, or you know, it's always these these ancillary things that really like have no meaning. Uh, but there are really folks like you, like me, and other folks out there who really want to pardon mm-hmm. because they want to continue to grow on a career pathway or just to close that chapter, you know, to close that chapter in your life. So when you applied this second, this last time, then. Which it is crazy, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize you went three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you, you went. You really went zero for one because the other one, even, you know, yeah, it didn't even really didn't count because re- right? yes, yeah, it, it reached the garbage can. They like, yeah, yeah they you know they when they came in. Partner advisory board, they were like, oh, that's over there yeah. in the green dumpster." Yeah. Um, but
0: that's why it was like a long space and time before I did it again because at yeah. first it was such a de- disappointment. Because the reason they said they denied me because of the seriousness of the crime. <laughs> that's wait, what they said. Wait a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was reason number one, bro.
1: You just you wait. You just now telling us this, and your answer is they <laughs> they denied you because of the seriousness of your crime, which was bail jumping. Yeah,
0: that's one of the reasons. Another reason: not enough time passed, even though I met the qualifications for the five year. They said not enough time passed seriousness of the crime
1: bail jumping is serious yeah i didn't realize bail jumping was that serious i mean maybe it is i don't know i mean i could see if it, if you would have committed like a string of armed robberies or something once you bail jumped but no, I didn't commit no other you just you just bail jump like yeah i think that shows how the justice the judicial system just in general has changed over the past 20 years i mean in some areas not in all areas but definitely a some because I don't think that crime would be viewed as today. Yeah. Would, I, I'm sure when you went, when you went and saw them, they probably didn't think. They're probably like, Man, "This is yeah. kind of like, why is this even here?" Yeah, and, then, and um, that
0: part about the, the board was like, they were like, understanding, they were like, "Wow, well, how do you how what you've been doing? Like, are you ang- why aren't you angry?" I'm like, "I'm gonna be mad all this time." So, so, <laughs>
2: speaking of that, so like being that, I mean. We said it's all for one, but it's your third time right. going through that that, yeah. that application. Yeah. What prepared you for the I mean, once you got uh uh uh, word that you were going to be seeing in front of the board. What prepared you for that? Anything? The did first you, time or just the last? Just the last time.
0: For- what prepared me? Uh, None. I was just I <laughs> have nothing to lose. I wasn't. I wasn't counting on anything. I wasn't expecting him to say yeah or nay. I was
2: just to went there. if there. I honestly
0: thought he was going to say no. I wasn't prepared for the uh, yes. I, I honestly, because my my pops died in uh, 2017, so sorry he was you. like a. He really wanted me to get that part for yeah. the business thing. Oh man. So yeah, so you know, I was just expecting to hear no, and I wasn't. Ex- when I heard the, when I got the yay, that kind of like hit me with my pops. So that kind of like brought back some weird emotions yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So that was just like, wow, damn, because I didn't get the he didn't get to feel that with me. So, yeah. yeah, so that was, that was rough.
1: Man, that, yeah, that is, you know, as you think <laughs> about that, man, that's, uh, <clears throat> even now just thinking about like the, the impact there of, you know, your pops being on you that second time yeah. and you didn't get it in. Yeah. And now you finally got it in. He ain't here to celebrate yeah, with you, yeah, yeah. Okay. you know. And, and you know he's here. He definitely here to say he was there to celebrate, which oh, yeah, was, he was there. Yeah. in some way, shape, yeah. or form, yeah. or the inspiration behind. Because you know, I, I don't know. I, I probably believe you know. At the end of the day, you know, you probably didn't really want to apply that third time. I mean, why would you? Why would you want to at that point? Like, if it, it ain't not gonna happen, mm-hmm. but somewhere inside you pushed you in that. You know, more likely, that was pops. Like, yeah. we need to make this happen just right. to get it whole and be done with it.
0: Yeah.
2: Do you remember where you were when you? got The yay, yes,
0: it was. Uh, it was on my, it was actually on my birthday. Uh, my birthday is January 24th, and I got the email. It was an email, and I, I, was, I was in my room just chilling. I was looking at going through stuff, and I, seen mm-hmm. it. I was like, Oh, there they go. <laughs> <laughs> here's,
1: here's a whole I lot, birthday. Right, right? Right, here's a whole lot different than mine. When I, I wonder was, wonder if they timed that. Did I'm, they
2: time it around birthdays? Is, is this coincidence <laughs> that both of y'all got yours around your birthday? I went before you,
0: the pardon advisory board, and for in uh. Before Christ- no um, uh, no let me let me so it was Christmas they told me mm-hmm. and I got the I got that around the official mind. letter yeah 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 okay so that, that yeah and so it
1: was Christmas that you got it yeah was- so
0: it's Christmas so it was like I got like a, a month birth- yeah I got yeah I got a birthday gift
2: and a Christmas gift yours was right? it wasn't yours like a month before your birthday
1: it was it was the month of my birthday it yeah. was uh two weeks three weeks before my birthday yeah. Is when I got mine. Yeah, I uh, think they're doing
2: this on purpose, man. Might be, <laughs> be this close. Like I said, it's right? Like yeah, like, uh, that's that's four
1: for something. us like yeah, send them a happy birthday gift. Yeah. Right. They're it Trying was, to make some governor Evers yeah.
2: sentimental yeah. stuff. They're trying to create. Here. Yeah. So I see. I see what y'all are doing. Yeah. I see what y'all
1: are doing. <laughs> but shout out to the partner advisory board now here in Wisconsin. They're doing some really good work. They, really they good got some. Too. They got some great folks on there yeah. who are asking some great questions. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, you know, you don't need folks on there. Who are, you know, automatically come in with this idea that you don't deserve it. Right. They're actually sitting on there and listening to yeah. find a reason to not give you a pardon. I think right. to date, uh, Governor, Governor Evers has pardoned over 700 people right. during his administration. Right. Like, that is that is amazing. Yeah. Um and it is. It's giving people that restoration. And it's bringing them yeah. back to where, yeah. you know, where they need to be. You know, prior to committing crime. And it's not just everybody. It's not anyone who applies is getting a pardon. Yeah. You know, you really have to have shown yeah. growth and shown what yeah. you're doing.
0: Yeah. I was nervous, man. I, I I don't know why, but I didn't really prepare. I was just like, I'm just gonna go on here. <laughs> when I got on there, I was sweating. I was like, yeah. And I was just like stuttering. I'm like <laughs> looking at the camera like, you know, all stupid and stuff. I was, like, oh. I was like, hold on, let me rewind for a second. You ask it again. I was like, oh, like, oh man, I messed this up. <laughs> I knew I messed it up. He's like, well, but I didn't know how to prepare for it. I was just like, cause I was like so nonchalant about it. Cause I was like,
2: it's probably the best thing that happened for you probably to go in been. without have, without I was the genuine, yeah. genuinely
0: scared the and The lady was like, it's okay, honey. I'm like, all right. if
2: you go in there too prepare, you sound buttoned up yeah, and, yeah. and, and like contrived. I'm yeah. All
0: one.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I sound like on mine when I play it back. It's like, well, it 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 but I'm I'm a public speaker. So for yeah. me, it's just like just it it's in my brain. Once I put it in my brain, I categorize everything and I just boom, it yeah, just rolled yeah. out. Um, but I went on there like, hi, everybody. Thank you for today, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, it was, you know, I wasn't like I was reading all of a yeah, sudden, yeah. like I couldn't understand, yeah. Um, but it was, you know, getting those thoughts together. Yeah. So during that process then when you were in, like, because it's virtual, you did a virtual like I did, mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're in that process, like, what were you thinking? Like, because, well, I guess, first of all, did they ask you any questions after you explained? Because, you know, you get like that 10 minutes. That's really yeah. like the bracket. It's like yeah. almost a 10 minute time frame. Yeah. Did, after you explain anything, did they ask you any questions?
0: Yeah, like I said, uh, uh, one of the ladies asked me how I'm like. Have you like? How are you like so relaxed and not? <laughs> have you been like upset over the year? I'm like, yeah, you know. But, she's like, how are you able to? You know, she was more or less like surprised that I've been. I was able to keep my composure because such a bogus right, right <laughs> felony to <be> hold <laughs> me down for all these years. <laughs> and so she, I was shocked to hear that from her. Coming from her, I thought that was really uh, cool, and then. Uh, one of the other questions one of the guys was asking me was just about uh, some work I did with the group home okay. I work with. I don't know if you ever heard of it. My buddy owns a group home service called Men and Men, and I sometimes work with him with some
1: clients.
0: Yeah, so that was really cool that they did that. But so it was really really light, really quick. I was in and out there. That's why I thought it was I messed up too. <laughs> I was too fast.
1: Yeah, for me, you know, it was. Uh, so they didn't ask me any questions. It was like silence, oh. and I started sweating. Next. I was like. Wait a minute, man. they supposed to ask me some questions. Oh. Like, uh, you know, for me, you know, it was tough when I went up for mine because it's, it's a violent crime. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, man, they didn't ask me any questions. Like, you know, I was nervous for that. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was like a minute. I'm just sitting there, like, waiting on somebody to just hit me with something out of left field. Like, I was ready. And then uh, the young woman said, uh, Mr. Johnson, the fact that there aren't any questions shows the uh, thoroughness of your application. Wow. And I was like, ah. Yeah. Whew, that felt so good yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> so so we had two different feelings like you yeah. walked off like oh man i don't think it was good uh, me i luckily i had that relief of like yeah you know for me it was uh at that point it was like man that's good for me yeah what so let me ask you, you know so you know for your pardon yeah. since your pardon so you got pardoned in uh what year it was uh, 20, 20, yeah,
0: 2021
1: so what have you done since your pardon like what what is your so if we were to like kind of encapsulate your success like obviously going back to getting out of prison in 97 right you've graduated college and you know at the end of the show we always run down accomplishments of folks done but like is there anything that's happened since your pardon that is you know that is could be categorized as success because you received the pardon?
0: Oh, the only thing, well, not only, but I did, uh, I'm working on my detective license. I just got to take the test now, and I got all that squared away. I'm doing that to add on to a business that my wife has, uh, a okay. consulting agency. So I'm going to throw that notch under there, and just also, you know, another little knot to Pops with the detective agency. I want to get that accomplished, and, and use that to form what we're doing with her company, and that's about it. But other, otherwise, it's exactly the same. Nothing's changed. It just gave me the opportunity to apply for that, and not get denied for that. <laughs>
1: Right, so you received a full <clears throat> you the full and unconditional pardon where you got your rights back to own a weapon. That, to, was, a, that
0: was one of the first things I did I was going to gun. I was like, let me see if this is real. <laughs> and I was asking on the application, I was like, it says, uh, have you ever been... I was like, but I have, I've been pardoned. He was like, well, just put no. I was like, no, that sounds well, wrong. And I said, all right, no. I was like,
1: I, I, And that's I, exactly what you should put. It, it basically, yeah. You know, and 15
0: it, minutes later, they were like, all right. I was like... <laughs> like, wait a minute, run another one I'm going to this one over
1: here <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny because we went I went to the uh, I went to the gun range with my son uh, and then uh, a couple of the fellas we went to the gun range and I ain't going to lie like I was all hype when we set the like yeah we going to go shooting so I was like oh that's dope I'm going to go and I'm thinking like uh man is this going to be real yeah, yeah, yeah. like when I roll up in I was just waiting for them to be like yeah no they like let me see your license. <laughs> yeah. I was like, here you go. And they, I'm all there sweating. They're yeah. like, yeah, hey, what? Oh, you want to rent a gun? Which one you want to rent? I was like, oh, this is yeah. real. All right, well, let's rock I'm it out right there. there.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. That's not even anything I'm interested in doing. Shooting guns? No, not at all. Some, some are, some not. Yeah, I'm just not. Like, I guess if I were a felon, I'd be like, oh, well. <laughs> well <you laughs> I don't want to run for anything and I don't want no gun.
1: <laughs> nah. I mean at the end of the day it's a sport, you know. I mean, it really is. It's it's and you turn it into a sport, it's just something just to be, you know, to do with sporting. Um, but it's it's nice, I think, for and you probably can attest to it the same as I can, like, it's nice to have something where there is not a no attached to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing in our lives now that there's a no attached to. Yeah. And that is that's just a different feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I didn't want even if I don't ever buy a gun. Mm-hmm. At least I know I can go buy one, right? That's and I what think I wanted
0: to see. I wanted to prove I, that's that was my test. If I can yeah. get this, then I can do anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, at, I mean, at <laughs> the end of the day, it's like you don't want to live. You know yeah. that, that. To me, that's the true vindication, mm-hmm. a true rest- restoration of your rights. Is like you don't have anything telling you no at that point. So did
2: y'all like test it when getting out, like a little gun, or did you like like get the gun that you wanted? Like I test this the twenty two. No, no, I, 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 no. <laughs> I got, you got a gun good.
0: It's a no. <laughs> no
1: <I'm> playing around. <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to go for it, I'm going to go. If they're going to tell me no, it's <laughs> going to be <on> all <laughs> stuff. <some laughs> <big record." laughs> oh That's man. Funny.
2: So so since since you've been pardoned, since you've been released from prison, what do you think uh, has been your biggest success?
0: I've been raising my son. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my, my daughter. My daughter uh, was from a separate situation, uh, but both of them, especially my son, is my biggest success Mm -hmm. he's in college now doing big things actually in ecuador right now so in ecuador yeah he's going for like a a three credit trip that he's doing over the break here so okay and just be able to you know give him opportunities like that to do things like that without having to worry about stuff so yeah i got him to you know i got some generational things going on for for my family so that's good so that's what i feel most proud about
2: tell you how far back i'm stuck I'm thinking Ecuador being like a communist Central American country. South
0: America, it's it's, it's, it's South America, okay.
2: It's South America, America. okay. All right, I'm thinking Central America. I'm thinking like Sandinistas and uh, Contra, (laughs) the Contras. No, no,
0: no. (laughs) Oliver North. I'm thinking all that stuff. (laughs) Down there, just doing a little snowfall. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> no, hopefully he ain't on nothing like that. Okay. I think I think it's I think it's, it's, legit. <laughs> yeah, it's legit. it's <laughs> legit. It's just south of Columbia so he <laughs> <laughs> until he fly back up here on a private plane or something, right, right. it pops. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we like to tell the viewers, you know, as 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 we always talk about trying to humanize folks. Uh, what's next now that you receive your pardon? I mean, I know it was a little bit. It was uh, almost two years ago or a little over two years ago, like what's next? Like, you know, at that point, but even now, like in the future, what's next? I know you talked about, you know, uh, uh, paying homage to pops with the, the Rucker detective agency, mm-hmm. you know, now working uh, with your wife a Rucker consulting, mm-hmm. like bringing, adding mm-hmm. your detective lights to it. But what else? Is there anything else bigger that you see yourself maybe at some point, uh, wanting to engage in or go towards now that you have that part? Uh, no,
0: nothing. You know what? Because i so many years have went on and I was able to maneuver without it that I don't really see it. You know, I don't, I don't see anything. Like I'm looking for anything extra. I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to be a politician. I'm not trying to do anything like that. So uh, it helped vindicate me because, you know, you know, it just, for me, it more, more or less felt like justice done then Mm -hmm. I need to get this done for this or this done for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the
1: icing on top being able to
0: do things that I couldn't uh, but there's not too many more things that I want to
1: do that I haven't. So, what? about your family? One of the questions I skipped. Uh, how did your family feel like when you got that pardon? Like, how? Oh, what was their reaction? Like, it turned
0: up. That's
2: what's up, man. That's what's up. Anybody significant call you?
0: Oh like, yeah, my mom of course, so. and my sisters—they all call. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, some of my nephews and all that stuff where I didn't have no idea because a lot of stuff, a lot of that stuff I never told them, so they. Oh had no okay. Idea. So when they seen it, they was like, what is this? And so like, they just got turned up just because of that. It was like that's the most exciting thing we ever seen. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Don't think Trump did it. I'm like no, I'm a man. I'm like, you were Lil Wayne. I'm like no, I was not Lil Wayne. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my uncle got released with, with Lil Wayne. Oh, got
0: Kodak Black
1: <laughs> <laughs> and my uncle—they hey, they got you on a meme on social media right now. In the middle, Wayne and Kodak Black—they got Joe. joke. <laughs> he, he got fun with them. That's funny. Oh man! Well, it's it's definitely been uh you know really exciting to have you on the show. Yeah, I appreciate to you. have this conversation, man. You 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 provided some really good insight helping to humanize folks, you know, if there was anything left, you know, that you have to say for folks out there who look at individuals who committed crime, like that may have not gotten a pardon yet, or, you know, any, any, any parting words that you would have for folks uh, that they can walk away with, uh, you know, please feel free, you know, to take this time to kind of share that. Well,
0: the biggest advice I would give is don't wait. Number one, don't be intimidated by it. Because I know when people get on that website and they look at all them questions, just go one at a time. Fill it out and do the best you can because it's not that complicated. It mm-hmm. can be, but there's resources like you guys. I mean, just this podcast alone—if yeah. they see this, they're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, they can, I know they can hit. They always. want to give them my number if you hit if people call in and say, "Hey, let them know." Hey, give them my definitely. number. I'll definitely help because, and definitely don't wait like I did because it's probably some stuff I might have missed some opportunities. But I, you know, some of us have rare situations where. We actually make it. Some of us don't. So right. don't wait. Get it done and keep doing it every 18 months, like that dude. Eventually, they'll die. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to know that, this, that that this can act as a resource for, uh,
2: like, a network uh, to 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 for people who are thinking about doing it. And uh, hopefully pushing them over the edge to kind of go ahead and and, and try. Because yeah. like you went up there, there's nothing to lose. There's, right. What do you got to lose? You, have you know, to lose? you can be right where you are or, or get yeah. granted. The
0: only thing that's going to happen, you're going to get frustrated by the paperwork, but don't pay no attention to it. Just do it. Get yeah. it done. It's quick. It's not that bad. And go for it.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the things, too, you know, uh, as we wrap up is really around the fact, you know, as we talked about, mine was violent armed robberies. Yours was bail jumping. Mm-hmm. Most, if not everyone, who's going to listen to this podcast or has someone related to them that's listened to the podcast, whatever, they're going to fall within those parameters mm-hmm. of crime. And <clears throat> I agree. It's the same thing is don't get frustrated. Mm-hmm. You know, you have nothing to lose, but give it your best. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you 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 shoot your shot, you know, and, and make sure you've done everything you need to do to be prepared for it your worst, shot. The so. worst thing to do is not do it. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Definitely agreed. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
2: So one thing we like to do when we close out is, one, we we want to read the accomplishments that you have uh, under your belt. ads. Um, You've uh, successfully um, been pardoned Um, after your bail jumping conviction. You have gained your Bachelor of Arts in criminal justice. Uh, You have your master's in criminology. Uh, You have a paralegal certificate. You've interned with the Racine Public Defender's Office. Been married 15 years, two children, one currently enrolled in university, one postgraduate. Uh, employed for 15 plus years with the same company, and you are a home and property owner. Mm-hmm. So on and uh, on the for the uh, the behalf on the behalf of Tony Evers, the governor, I'm going to state the f- closing of your pardon, where it says, "Governor uh, of the State of Wisconsin, by the authority invested in me by Article Five, Section 6, of the Wisconsin Constitution, do fully and unconditionally pardon Joseph M. Rucker of the offense described above and restore him all the rights and privileges which may have been forfeited by him as a result of said offense. Man, it's been an honor I having it. a conversation definitely. with you and hearing yeah, your story, man. Definitely uh, has been. Yeah.
1: Definitely been a great honor. Thank you for joining us. I
0: appreciate mm-hmm. you guys for the opportunity. And good luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Same to you, man. Yeah.
1: Joseph's story today is just one of the many across the country that exhibit success after incarceration, along with the perseverance and patience to seek a pardon. The Pardon Me podcast is honored to bring these stories to inform, inspire, and motivate with the goal of humanizing the mistakes we make in life and celebrating those second chances. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Tune in next time, and remember, failure is never an option.
0: The mission of Pardon Me is to inform, motivate, and most importantly, humanize individuals who have made mistakes but have received gubernatorial and presidential pardons. Pardon Me is a brand for those who support second chances.